At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. First Bet wants you to get in on all the horse racing action. Sign up today with promo code Vegas1000 and receive $10 instantly and up to a $1,000 bonus. Visit vcin.com slash horses for details and use that bonus code Vegas1000. Now from the racetrack to the gridiron, excited to turn our attention back to college football. Stormy Bond and Tony in for Mitch and Paul today. Excited to welcome in Eric McLean, ACC Network and ESPN College Football Analyst, former Clemson football captain, won two ACC titles with the Tigers and a national championship appearance. Welcome into the program. How are you? I know it's been a, a busy couple of days with ACC Media Days. Yeah, we're wrapping up uh, an awesome time here in Charlotte and Golly, it's long days, but it's great because it means football is right here. We're back. We're excited to talk about these teams. And it's just one of my favorite events because everybody's together. Everybody's undefeated. Everybody's happy. And, uh, you know, it's some great talking and then some great football conversations. Well, let's continue some of that conversation because your Clemson Tigers are the odds on favorite in the ACC to reclaim the crown after not being able to make the title game for the first time in seven years. It was an uncharacteristic year. And the biggest question mark, I think, for most people coming into this season is at quarterback. What can DJ Uyunglele do to rebound from that down year? And is it a good thing or a bad thing for DJ to have this up-and-comer, top overall quarterback in the 2021 class coming in, Cade Klubnik, right behind him now competing with him? How do you feel? Yeah, I'll start there because I think, you know, as as crazy as it might sound to some people, I think it's actually really good um, because it's, it's going to, push him like he hasn't been pushed, you know, really before and, and being the guy and, and having somebody behind him who is more than capable of being the starter. And I think it competition makes everybody better. Competition breeds greatness. And, and I think that's exactly, you know, what Clemson has seen throughout the spring and this off season. And then, you know, everybody hopes going into fall camp and of course into the season. So, you know, with DJ, as you said, that that's the biggest question mark, the quarterback position, it was not up to the standard that is, has been set you know, by Clemson quarterbacks that came before him. And I think when you look at that, he'll be the first to tell you. Um, and physically has changed his body. Now we need to see, does that equate to success on the field? How does that translate? And how does that get him going in the right direction? Um, because I think that, that it certainly is a great start. Uh, but we, I don't think we'll really find out until that first game. You know, quarterbacks are the one position that they're never touched. They're never hit. So the physicality, the timing, you, you really do not ever see that 
until, you know, we have live bullets flying. And, and unfortunately, uh, that won't be to the first game. Well, and I know the the odds makers as of now certainly have high expectations for what the Clemson Tigers can do. The win total set at 10 and a half. They're obviously a favorite in the conference, top four, even to win a national championship. Do you think if things really do swing the right way for DJ and for this group, they could be a national championship contender again? Yeah, I don't think there's any question. That's what Clemson has built over these last six years. And, and that's what Clemson has been able to, to develop and, and become on a very consistent basis. Uh, you know, you, you have these times where, you know, you, you miss a playoff. You know, we, we've seen it as crazy as it is, as rare it is it, as it has been. Um, you know, I don't think there's any question this team has championship DNA. And you start with that defense. This has a real shot to be one of the best uh, ever with, with the depth that they have, the defensive line that they have. A lot of people are going to want to compare it to that 2018 team that had three first round draft picks on the defensive line. I think you have to do that, but also combine it with 2014 with all the depth. I mean, that defensive line in 2014 still has four or five guys that are playing right now in the NFL. And we think how many years ago that was. So it's going to be an amazing defense, a dominating defense. And, you know, we're, we're going to see that early and often from them wreaking havoc in the backfield. When you look at their schedule, what are, what are some of the question mark games for you as they look ahead? You know, it's funny, you know, that you asked that because I can remember these last five or so years, you look at Clemson's schedule and you're like, Oh, you know, okay. Maybe there's a, an out of conference game that they, they, they play Georgia, they play a Notre Dame. And you know, that's where you really think that there might be a stumble. That's where you th- think there might be, okay, this will be, this will be an interesting game. Uh, but you, what's interesting about it is the fact that the ACC is getting better. The ACC is, you know, kind of rising and Clemson was that water that, that's pulling up on the ships there. So, you know, I think having Wake Forest and Clemson or excuse me, an NC state back to back, uh, it is certainly going to be something that is, is fun to watch. Obviously, Wake Forest was the Atlantic champion a year ago, and then an NC State team that has a lot of excitement and a lot of hype right now because of all the experience they returned, one of the best quarterbacks in the country in Devin Leary, uh, and, and then ending it on a big stretch here at Notre Dame, Miami at home. Um, you know, the, those two games have the potential to be, you know, ranked matchups, top 10 matchups. And, and so just seeing how Clemson can finish the season. Uh, is certainly going to be something to keep an eye on. Well, I like that you mentioned the pack there because I do think they could be a sleeper. They're eight to one odds in the ACC um, market here. And, and this is arguably the best team that Dave Dorn has had, bringing back 17 starters in 2022, most of any team in the conference. You mentioned Devin Leary there, 35 touchdowns, just five picks last season. They did beat Clemson last year. Is the sky kind of the limit uh, for the, the Wolf Pack here coming into 2022? Absolutely. And health is the lucky word. I mean, they have to stay healthy. They have to, you know, keep this great linebacking core. That's going to be one of the best in the country healthy uh, that has so much depth, uh, but the star power up front is, is just really impressive. And then you add in Devin Leary, uh, as you mentioned, his stats, there, a guy that can make every throw and throws a very catchable ball. You know, when I talk with my brother, EJ Manuel, uh, he, he says all the time, it's, it's pretty ball when it comes out. It's not too hot. It's not too lofty. It's literally this perfect, you know, pass that any receiver will want to catch. And, and so he can make all of those different passes. And uh, it's just been very impressive to see. And, and really when I watch quarterback stormy and I see the things that, you know, they do and progress year two to three is a massive jump. And that's what we're about to see from Devin Leary. I, I really think that we might see a, a Kenny Pickett like explosion talking about 4,000 plus yards, 40 plus touchdowns from this young man because NC State, they're going to throw it a lot this year. Here with Eric McLean, ACC Network and ESPN College Football Analyst at Eric McLean on Twitter. Um, you mentioned Kenny Pickett, which obviously brings Pitt to mind. And Pat Narduzzi made some, some funny, interesting comments about the Big Ten saying that the Panthers would have won the Peach Bowl if Pickett had played. And he said, if that's one of the best Big Ten teams, let's go to the Big Ten and win it every year. What was your reaction to that statement? <laughs> uh, first of all, I love that guy. I mean, he, he's going to fight for whatever conference he's in, if it's the ACC, the big 10, and he's going to pound the drum, beat his chest and, and say, look, this, this is what we got. But uh, yeah, I, I don't think there's any question that if Kenny Pickett was playing that they would have slept in that game. I mean, they, they would have won it with ease. Michigan state had one of the worst pass defenses in the country. Uh, and, and Pitt had a third string quarterback in that could, that could barely move in the pocket. So 
Um, you know, I don't like those odds with anybody that's playing with their third string guy that, that maybe had 10 passes all year. Uh, and I, I feel much more comfortable with a Heisman finalist uh, at quarterback. So I'm with it. I, I totally understand what he's saying. And, and at the end of the day, um, you know, it's, it's going to be very interesting with all this conference realignment stuff. He, he might get his wish sooner than later. I can't wrap my brain around still the USC and UCLA changing conferences here. I mean, from sea to shining sea, LA to Rutgers and Jersey. It's just, it's such a bizarre concept to me. I don't understand. Yeah, it's wild. And the crazy thing to me is the people that are making these decisions preach and preach and preach all the time about it's about the student athletes. It's about them. I guarantee you it's not. I guarantee you, you don't give a dang about the guys that are going to be flying across the country at 1 a.m. in the morning uh, and have to get on a four-hour flight. I promise you, you don't care about them when you made that decision. And so it's going to be really interesting just to, to see all of it happen. Now, is it great for branding and money? Absolutely. And this is a business at the end of the day. But, you know, all that chatter that I do here, I, I just hope it quiets down. And, and let's just be real. Let's be truthful. And Let's be businessmen and women. Well, and that's just good, at least for the the two of us in our roles as host analysts and reporters that um, we don't have to worry about those logistics on our end. That's not that's, that's above right. our pay grade. <laughs> um, back to uh, some ACC talk here, though. A lot of head coaching turnover in the league this year Four new head coaches, most notably, of course, going to be Mario Cristobal uh, back at the U. Miami, a team a lot of smart people have going over their season win total of eight and a half, have winning the Coastal, competing potentially for an ACC title this year. And we know what a great track record that Cristobal has as a recruiter that he had at Oregon, but in the immediate future, is it as bright in Coral Gables as a lot of people think? I think, I think it is. Um, I think when you look at the, the quarterback that he has this year, the attitude and mindset that he has brought to this Miami program, not using the turnover chain, not having a bunch of extracurricular activities going on at practice. Let's just play football. Let's be physical. Let's get back to basics uh, and, and be ultimately the Miami uh, that won multiple national championships in a row and became one of the most feared, you know, teams in, in all the land. And, and so I think he brings that edge to them where we can see that happen fairly quickly. Um, the, the biggest deal is going to be, do they have enough playmakers? Do they have enough supporting cast around Tyler Van Dyke, uh, you know, to, to make him that special quarterback? You know, we saw a year ago, Charleston Rambo, Mike Harley uh, being really, you know, instrumental pieces that he could go to, uh, whenever something was going wrong and, and those guys are gone, you know, so who's going to step up, who's it going to be. They certainly have guys on the roster. It's just a question of stepping up. So I'm excited to see it. I, I think that offense is going to be really fun with coach Gaddis and the balance attack that, you know, it's going to want to smash the ball uh, running. Uh, and at the end of the day, it, it, it comes down to quarterback play and how much better can Tyler Van Dyke do as a full-time starter? Absolutely. I know a lot of excitement about Van Dyke, a lot of excitement about the program with Mario Cristobal holding things down. Eric, thank you so much. We really, really appreciate your time today. Yeah, no doubt. Have a great show. Always great talking with you. Thank you. Uh, look forward to hearing plenty of him on ACC calls throughout the course of this season. Um, and I'm interested... I like what he said about the turnover chain coming away and the no-nonsense type of an attitude. We talked about that with Sean King yesterday on the program, that that's just the type of guy that Cristobal is, and he gets his players to be passionate about their teammates, about going out there on the football field and doing the work. So, yeah, high hopes for the U coming up. We'll turn our attention back to Major League Baseball when we come back. Leo Mazzoni, former MLB pitching coach, talking some Cy Young. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Chris King, one of the lead handicappers over at Winner and Winers, has been crushing it with his parlays as of late, but he's also on a strong run with his straight bets, going 5-0 his last five. He's our hottest capper at the moment. He's going to look to keep it rolling today. If you head to Chris's page over at winnersandwiners.com and use that promo code ChrisVSIN75 at checkout, you'll get any of his packages at 75% off. That's promo code ChrisVSIN75 at checkout and get any of his packages 75% off the normal price. Rolling along here in hour two of Follow the Money, Stormy Tony in for Mitch and Paul and getting some well-deserved vacation time. Turning the page now to some Major League Baseball conversation. Very excited to welcome in Leo Mazzoni, former MLB pitching coach, one of the best to ever do it. Coach six Cy Young award-winning seasons and three Hall of Fame pitchers, Tom Glavin, John Smoltz, Greg Maddox with the Braves organization. And now, Leo, heading into the Braves Hall of Fame yourself in just about a week and... I know that you've known this was coming for a while, but to finally be at the doorstep of that moment, how are you feeling? How excited are you? Oh, I'm very excited. Matter of fact, it's uh, I, 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 it's got me rocking in the dugout again, only I'm rocking at home. So, uh, no, it's it, what an honor, you know, and I'm, I'm going in with Joe Torrey, and, and my golly, uh, and then to be up on the wall with Hank Aaron and the great Braves players of all time. And uh, I talked to Bobby Cox the other day, and he said, make sure to tell him that, he wants my plaque next to his, so <laughs> it's it's it, it's very exciting. I, I, it's it's beyond my imagination to be honest with you. But what an honor! I love it. Absolutely, congratulations! That Braves Hall of Fame induction coming up on July thirtieth is going to be great. Um, and the All Star Game weekend that uh, was taking place the other day, I wanted to ask you about just philosophically. I feel like when I was watching the game. It was a very good representation, very in line of the type of baseball we see today, right? Where it's hard, dominant, solid pitching, and then the big bats that are just swinging as hard as they can at a fastball and getting that thing out of the yard. How difficult is it for pitching coaches today knowing, like, I mean, it's different now. They used to be pitching so many innings. Now they're just pitching hard and fast, anything that they can do, and it's it's shorter outings. It's a different type of game now. No, it it is different. The game has changed, and... I don't necessarily think it's for the better, you know, and, I, and I'm not being an old fuddy-duddy or anything like that. It's just that what happens is it gets, it starts in travel baseball with these pitchers that, because all they talk about is how hard you can throw. And I think that's the main reason that you have 52% of Tommy John surgeries, 21 years of age and younger. And it's all starting with this velocity stuff and how hard you can throw. But here, you got to remember one thing too. When you're seeing how hard somebody throws in a game and, and, and they're describing, oh, he threw 100 miles an hour, this or that, just subtract five, and that'll be the real number. Because if you subtract five, because they used to time it, in other words, coming across home plate, now they time it coming out of the pitcher's hand. For example, if Maddox and Glavin averaged, they averaged 88 miles an hour during their career, right? That would be 93 today. So Smoltz's 92 would be 97. So these are things that I take into account when I'm listening to this, you know, and I'm going, is this all the emphasis we want to do is to put that on how hard you can throw and how far you can hit it. And then half the time you watch little contact in the game, 
And uh, so therefore, and then the other thing is, we always had a theory. What is the greatest teacher a pitcher has? The greatest teacher a pitcher has is innings pitched. And they're taking innings pitched away from the pitchers, including the minor leagues when they're trying to develop their pitches, taking innings away, being very protective of, of, of uh, health, health issues. And what they're doing is they're raising the risk of health issues. Once a pitcher gets on a routine from April to the seventh game of the World Series, that routine should never change. The other thing is, too, now with hitters, they call it the launch angle. Well, we called it uppercutters. So when you had uppercutters, you know, if you faced an uppercutter, you had to pitch a little bit more north and south instead of east and west. So that's changed. The strike zone, the down and away strike or those borderline strikes, they're not strikes anymore. So, you know, and we used to know that if we played Barry Bonds or Tony Gwynn or, or Wade Boggs or those types of great hitters, we weren't going to get a called strike if they didn't swing. We also know that if our pitchers had great control, they were rewarded for, have being, for having great control. All that's thrown out the window now. The, the baseball part of it is thrown out the window. It's the percentages, this and that. And, of course, the, the shift, you know, the shift. My golly, you could beat it every time. I talked to a minor league coach, and I said, uh, don't you teach guys to go the opposite way or, you know, play uh, go to the left, opposite left center, opposite right center? I said, that's how we taught hitting all that time. No, we're, we are told now by the front office, we can't mess with their swings. Managers are told now, okay, after five innings, the the the, the uh, analytical people, I'll be nice and say people, you know, are saying after after the pitcher goes around three, two, three times, three times the lineup, uh, the percentages go go up that he's going to give up a run or two. You mean to tell me you're going to take pitchers out of a ball game in the fifth inning of the postseason after five innings throwing a no hitter? I mean. This, this, and how about the great pitching matchup? You know, the, the one Maddox against Clemens or, you know, uh, Clavin against Randy Johnson, Smoltz against Kurt Schilling, where you're expecting both of them to go nine and have a battle down to the end. I mean, but that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I love it. I love the insight. And, and one small part of that conversation early on in, in your comments there about the injury side of things and guys having Tommy John earlier in there careers uh, you worry about the career longevity of a lot of these players and if they are having injuries how that might play out and one guy that stands out to me right now is of course going to be Mets pitcher Jacob deGrom who New York's being very cautious with but he's been hurt for most of the calendar year what do you make of his injury history and and do you think that we can count on him being there for their second half push because the Mets are certainly a team that looks built to go a long way here in the postseason well I'm I'm, I'm very curious to 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 know why we don't hear much about it. If you, if you think about it, it's been very quiet. I don't, I'm not, I'm not very confident that he's going to pitch the rest of the year, to be honest with you. And, and, and when I was talking to, um, I was talking to Dixie youth baseball, the managers and coaches of these kids and the parents. Okay. I asked them, I said, you know, you're too old. Uh, you're too young to remember Maddie's Clavis most, but, who, 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 everybody remembered DeGrom. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I said, well, what did, last year, what did DeGrom lead the category in? What statistic did he lead the category in, in at the All-Star break? And they said, well, what is it? I said, the, 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 he threw more fastballs over 100, mile, 100 miles an hour than any pitcher up to the All-Star break. And they said, oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. I said, what's he doing now? He's not pitching in the second half. Now, here's the key to this whole thing. Say, for example, I'm coaching DeGrom, just like I coached the players, uh, uh, some of our power pitchers in Atlanta. Would you rather throw 95, 100 miles an hour or learn, learn to control your effort and locate about 95 or 94 to take the stress off your arm? And how you do that is you get on the amount of practice throwing more often with less exertion. And then that way you can locate a pitch and not have to, you know, not have to just blow every pitch. And this, the genius of Bobby Cox was we had a max out inning. In other words, a max out inning was, is the pitcher going to max out on his effort in this particular inning? Okay. If I said, yes, he is, he'd say, okay, we'll have a reliever ready. And if I said, no, he's not, he's perfectly fine. They'll say, okay, we won't have a reliever ready. And guess what? Pitch count had nothing to do with it. So therefore in talking to DeGrom, I'm, I know I'm getting off a little bit, but it goes back to DeGrom. 
you know, you talk to guys, ask them what they've been doing in between starts, and a lot of them throw as hard as they can in between starts. That's the dumbest damn thing you can do. You throw in between starts, and you throw more often in between starts, but you never throw as hard as you can in between starts. So, you know, if you want to throw 100 miles an hour all the time and uh, and say, ooh, ah, wow, and the announcers go crazy and this and that, uh, that's why I don't have a lot of confidence in how much the Grom's going to pitch in the second half. Uh it was just so quiet. Everything's kept quiet. Yeah, really, really interesting to see how things are going to play out with Jacob DeGrom here moving forward. Uh, we've only got about a minute left with you here, Leo. But, of course, the Braves winning the World Series just one year ago. Um, looking mm-hmm. like potentially trying to make a run here in the second half themselves. How do you think they might set up for, for the pennant race, for the postseason run, with the way that their staff looks? So I think their staff looks great. I said the starting rotation now is the, becoming more consistent. They're running five guys out there on a regular basis that are pitching extremely well. Uh, and I, and I, and I would do this. I would say, okay, you guys, I would just tell them right now, you're the five guys taking us down the, all the way. We're not going to skip no starts. We're not going to do this. We just, just go out and pitch for crying out loud, you know, because they got five guys that are really coming together. And of course they've got a great lineup. And I think it, they're, they're going to, I think they're going to make the postseason. I think, I think the Mets are probably going to make it too. And, uh, I, 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 mean, I am rooting for Buck Showalter to get in the playoffs, not necessarily to win it, but to get in them, you know, because he's done a great job there. I think he's manager of the year right now in the National League. But I think both of them are going to be in, I think. Uh, and I think the the Braves and the Mets, if I had to pick a World Series, everybody's going to say Yankees and Dodgers. And I agree with that. But then I might go Astros and Braves, too. So. Well, I like the Braves on the, uh, the yeah the value standpoint for the Braves right now eight to one looking pretty good to see if they could ultimately get back there and repeat. <laughs> Leo, thank you so much for the time. We really appreciate you. Okay, let me know what the odds are for Notre Dame winning the national championship. Okay. <laughs> okay, we'll do. I'll look it up next. I'm a, I'm a Golden Domer fan myself here. That's Leo Mazzoni, former Atta girl, Atta girl, <laughs> former Braves pitching coach, uh, legitimately one of the best ever to do it. So grateful to have him with us. We'll get into a little bit more baseball later on here, but don't go anywhere. More follow the money ahead. Trevor Maddich coming up next. Follow the money on v the sports betting network. DraftKings Casino brings you a new era of your favorite games, including blackjack, roulette, slots, plus live dealer table games. And just this week, the DraftKings Casino has paid out some huge wins. A player bet $20 and won over $37,000 on Dazzle Me Megaways. Another bet $13.50 and won over $31,000 on Dead or Alive. A different big winner bet $3.75 to win $25,000 on 100,000 Pyramids. So download the DraftKings Casino app today. New customers can claim a deposit bonus up to $2,000. Plus, DraftKings is starting you off with up to $50 in free credits just for signing up. So download the DraftKings Casino app and use the code VSIN to claim this offer. Must be 21 or up for entertainment purposes only no results guaranteed but see casino.draftkings.com for full details rolling along here on follow the money this morning stormy bond and tony with you in for the guys mitch and Polly, and continuing our college football conversation bring in trevor maddich espn college football analyst and nbc sports washington nfl analyst former byu center national champion played 12 seasons in the league did all the things trevor thank you for coming on with us today how are you Stormy, I'm great. I appreciate you having me on. You do such a great job, and I'm, I'm in, enjoying talking to you. Appreciate you saying that. And as you know, um, I have covered plenty of BYU football games over the last couple of years and very excited and optimistic about their season ahead as well. Uh, a launching point for what's to come in the Big 12, potentially. What's your outlook on the Cougars coming into this 2022 season? They have the potential to have a fantastic season. There's a couple of reasons why. Jaron Hall is rounded into an outstanding quarterback, and he'll be behind an offensive line that has a chance to be one of the best BYU's ever had. I mean, this is a strong and deep offensive line. But what especially gives me encouragement, Stormy, is their defense, because last year the defense started strong and then had some injuries down the stretch, some really key injuries, especially on the D-line and linebacker. And by the time they lost that game to Baylor, they were just out of people. But the benefit for 2022 is that a whole lot of young guys that weren't supposed to play did play and played a lot. Now you've got a bunch of those starters back and young guys with a lot more game experience. So BYU, their schedule is going to be pretty brutal. But at the same time, I think this BYU 
team has a chance to make a lot of noise this year. Yeah, they do have to play Baylor at Oregon, Notre Dame, Arkansas, at Boise State. Certainly a tough schedule ahead. I wanted to ask you, though, about the first game of the season because my my usual co-host this week, Sean King, is out, unfortunately, today. But he, for some reason, is so high that South Florida, the humidity, it's going to get to the guys at BYU and that the Cougars are going to be upset week one. I need you to just set the record straight that that's not going to happen for my guy, Sean. No, that's not going to happen. I mean, they struggled with UCF the last or USF the last time they played them. But I, I think BYU is going to be fine. I mean, that humidity is brutal. But keep in mind that BYU trains at nearly a mile of altitude. And so they, they're used to, to stuffing oxygen into their lungs. And so they'll be at sea level down there in South Florida, but they will also, um, and in the humidity, but they will have extra oxygen to put into their lungs. And that matters. People say that, yeah, well, the altitude doesn't matter for one game. Every time opponents came up to play BYU and they go up to Wyoming or Air Force at 7,000 feet, they always, the coaches always tell their players that the altitude doesn't matter. But it matters a lot. And if you're a pilot, you know that, that an air, a small airplane operates differently in terms of its power output at sea level than it does at 4,000 or 7,000 feet. And then the lungs are the same way. And so I think BYU is going to have a trade-off there. USF is going to have uh, – it's going to pose them a problem, but don't worry about it. You know, Sean is not going to have the last laugh on this one. I am so excited that that was your insight because that was very close. I mean, you said it much better, but that was very close to my argument that I had as well. I was like, they're at altitude all the time. They they are going to be just fine. Um, in terms of the bigger picture with college football and all of the realignment talk that has gone on lately, very unexpected most people, if not all people, to see USC and UCLA make the transition that they did. Obviously, we talk about BYU and them going to the Big 12 because of what Texas and Oklahoma elected to do last year going into this season. So, so many moving parts, a lot of question marks. What have you made of all of this? And do you think that we're going to get a semblance of, of this being normal, of mega conferences being normal? How do you view this? Stormy, I think that what fans need to watch for is one thing. And that one thing is if the Big 12, or excuse me, the Big 10 and the SEC form their own upper division with their own playoff, their own NFL style Super Bowl kind of thing, and their own commissioner collectively bargain with players so that they include revenue sharing and things like that. Um, if that happens, then everything changes and everybody else will be vying for the title of best of the rest for a variety of reasons. If that does not happen, then what you've got is most fans will notice a, a shakeup in scheduling for a few teams and a different conference logo on a few jerseys. Other than that, we might have our 12 team playoff. Everybody's still included. It's no big deal. And everybody should settle down. Right. But if, the SEC and Big Ten decide to go their own way, then you've got a real problem. And it went for the rest of college football from a standpoint of access. And based on you know what SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey was talking about in his comments at SEC Media Day, uh, it, it sounds like that's on the table. Not like they're rushing headlong into it, but that that's on the table. So fans need to watch for that one thing. It's not about money necessarily. It's about whether or not there's a new playoff and revenue sharing in the top two, really the top two conferences that make a new division. I know also you have been very interested in Notre Dame's role in all of this and, and where they might fit. And a lot of things are based so much on TV contracts, but what's Notre Dame's role to you? To me, Notre Dame is being held hostage and Notre Dame is holding some other schools hostage. <laughs> Because if, if the very accurate. And the That's SEC, very accurate. Yeah. If it, yeah, they, they, they're sort of the linchpin to see what falls apart and what gets built. Because if the Big Ten and SEC form their own division with their own top-tier playoff, then Notre Dame has to join the Big Ten. They just have to. Otherwise, they won't have access to the highest level of college football. And that's one of the, the short list of criteria that Notre Dame has stated about remaining independent. You know, they, they need to have a TV partner. They need to have access to the national championship. These are things that are important to Notre Dame. But if 
they don't have access to that championship. Notre Dame has to join. But if Notre Dame, this so the Big Ten in some ways holds Notre Dame hostage, the Big Ten and SEC, because if they go their own, Notre Dame's not going to have a choice anymore. They're going to have to join. But the flip side of that is this. If Notre Dame does join the Big Ten, then the Pac-12 will likely disappear as we know it. It's already different as we know it. But if Notre Dame joins the Big Ten, it's very likely that Oregon and Washington, that academically are both members of the Association of American Universities, which is a top-tier designation of research universities, which is very important to the Big Ten, that their schools be a member of that. So it's very likely that those two premier Pac-12 schools that remain will then join the Big Ten, and then everything else changes. So Notre Dame is sitting there, I believe, looking for that one sign. Will the Big Ten and SEC form their own upper-tier division with their own upper-tier playoff that everybody else is excluded from, have a commissioner, collective bargaining, and all the rest that would come with it, and Notre Dame would have to join. If that happens, the Pac-12 is, is toast as we know it. So Notre Dame is the school to watch. If they stand pat, it's because they don't believe that there will be a new tier of playoff that they will be excluded from. And the rest of college football can breathe a sigh of relief because then it's likely that the 12 team playoff will still give access to everybody. The PAC 12 is toast. There goes my PAC 12 after dark games, Trevor. Come on. Uh, No, but I I completely agree and understand everything that you're coming from here. I can't let you get out of here without talking a little Washington commanders though, because of course also in your role as NBC sports, Washington NFL analyst, the commanders have a new name. They have a new quarterback. Can they finally break past that seven-win mark and, and get the over on their win total this year? What's your outlook for the Washington Commanders? I think, I think they have everything they need except certainty at quarterback. The defense should be better. The offense should be dramatically better, especially because of the additions they put a receiver. Carson Wentz is the key. And I don't know which Carson Wentz is going to show up. I mean, for years, Commanders fans saw Carson Wentz break their hearts. I mean, get pressured in the pocket, somehow miraculously escape, extend the play to eight, 10 seconds, and then throw the ball down the field as a dagger touchdown or a dagger first down. It's just Carson Wentz was that guy in Philly at times. Even so, Philly dumped him when they didn't have a real backup to replace him. I mean, Jalen Hurts was not uh, an NFL experienced backup. And so then he goes to the Colts with his, former Philly offensive coordinator, Frank Reich is the Colts head coach. Everybody thought they'd resuscitate his career. And after one season where his numbers were actually pretty good, they dumped him without a backup to replace him. You would think that whatever problems he had off the field, he would have fixed in Indianapolis, but he did not. Seems like they got worse. So the question is, which Carson Wentz will it be? If If it's Carson Wentz getting it right, they'll be in great shape. If not, they're in trouble. Trevor, unfortunately, we're up against it. I could talk to you all day, but appreciate the time as always. That is Trevor Maddich. More Follow the Money coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. This weekend, root, root, root for your favorite Philadelphia and Chicago players with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. During this weekend's Philadelphia Chicago series, bet on any player to hit a home run and get the stake back if the player records a hit. Plus, every Saturday, bet 25 bucks on a single baseball same game parlay to get a free $10 Bet Rivers bet. Visit betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook app for all the latest baseball odds, promotions, and boost hit a home run with Bet Rivers this weekend. It's a whole new game. Welcome back here to Follow the Money. Stormy Bond and Tony on set alongside Dustin Sweetelson, filling in for Sean King, who is filling in for Mitch and Paul. So we just have like a whole Kevin Bacon thing. Road. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. The how many degrees of Kevin Bacon can we get to here? Um, but no, appreciate you taking the time to hang out with us. We talked at the very beginning of the show about course Kyler Murray's new contract five years 230 million plus and 160 in guaranteed money the person he supplanted Josh Rosen with the Arizona Cardinals now has a new home with the Cleveland Browns agreeing to a one-year deal to kind of figure out what's going on in Houston, uh, in Cleveland rather Houston I got Deshaun Watson good luck on the figuring brain. out what's happening in Cleveland yeah so that was kind of what I was going to ask you what is just grandiose question what is going on in Cleveland it's Obviously weird. It's the weirdest situation we've probably ever had in the NFL with the Deshaun Watson uh, scenario playing out the way it has. Whereas we go from he's not going to be suspended as much as we thought. He's going to be suspended a full year. Now it's looking like maybe it's less. It's all rumors and hearsay. We don't we don't have anything definitive. And in our world, that is either the worst place to be in or if you're a risk taker, the best place to be in. Yeah. Because if you think that there's an opportunity here to if, if a book still has it posted anywhere. Well, that's what I was going to say. The unfortunate part of this is the majority sure. of the numbers are off the board, except for the division for the exactly. most part. Yeah. Exactly. And look, look at the Browns roster. Here's the, here's the thing. Like, quarterback's the most important position on the field. We all get that. Like, we understood that in fourth grade. But this is a team outside a quarterback that has all the pieces of a potential contender in the NFL. I don't think anyone's denying that. So my question is... They're a top is, five team, I would say, yeah. with the exception of whatever the heck is going to happen at quarterback, which is the most important position loaded everywhere. So my question is then why are we accepting if you're the Cleveland Browns situation under center, where you're going to go in with Jacoby Brissett and potentially Josh Rosen to get you through until Deshaun Watson returns, whenever that may be. And if he's out the whole year, that's who you're riding or dying with. I can tell you which end of the spectrum you're getting there. You're not riding very long with those two. So my thought process then would be the reason that they haven't looked for a bigger fish or gotten a Jimmy Garoppolo or, as Mary Kay Cabot said, they're not interested in going for a Cam Newton sure. pursuing any of these people because they're assuming that he's going to be available sooner rather than later, that he's not going to miss the full year. So why are you going to bring somebody in when Br- Brissett can get us through two games or four games or eight games? I'd be careful about that mindset, though, because – Here's the thing, and Mike Florio. I didn't say I agree yeah. with it. I'm just no, saying I'm them. I'm warning there. them, not Stormy. I'm warning the Browns. <laughs> uh, Mike Florio had a great piece on Pro Football Talk this week, and you know he's a former lawyer, so he understands these things. He looks into all the rules of the NFL. It turns out there's bylaws in the NFL that I mean I think we're, we're pretty well aware of at this point, where Roger Goodell, no matter what Judge Sue Robinson says, can come down and change the decision and make what is ever best for the NFL, the league, uh, and suspend Watson as much as he'd like much as the league would like. So I don't think the the assumptions that he may only get eight games, like the rumors are saying, I don't think we can exactly take that to the bank. Well, because wouldn't the next step of that be Watson appealing and suing? So that's more legal action. And it's going to take longer and longer. It's going to drag out. And I'm sure there's all these other ways to, to ensure he doesn't find his way on the field. So 
what we've just worked out in the last few minutes is that we have no idea what's happening with Deshaun Watson, right? Like, it could go a million different ways. I don't understand how you can accept in today's NFL to have a quote-unquote game manager with Jacoby Brissett. Like, look at the way offenses have evolved. You don't win with a game manager. Like, that just doesn't happen. You don't get to the Super Bowl. Joe Burrow is not a game manager. Guys like Patrick Mahomes are not game managers. You need to put points on the board. Jacoby Brissett has proven he is a viable backup if your guy's going to miss one or two games to fill in here and there. Maybe he'll go 500. But he's not a guy taking you to the promised land. And when you look at the rest of the roster, this is absolutely a team that has every other ingredient that you need to win a title. So let's talk numbers here. Um, there's only so much we can do. But if, if you're looking at a season win total for the Browns and Deshaun Watson is going to play the back half of that schedule. How, what number do you come to? See, that's the question. Is it eight games? Is it six games? Is it 10 let's, games? Let's is it the say, regular season? Let's say eight, just because the, the most recent report I saw was from two to eight. So let's say that they give him the max of eight versus an entire season. Jacoby Brissett is your guy weeks one through eight. Hope he doesn't get injured and you have to have Josh Rosen in there. And you're not a 500 team with those guys. Whereas you're, you're a playoff team and they you're probably do, winning the North with Watson. They do start the season, though, with the easiest four games you can imagine. Okay. Panthers, Jets, Steelers, Falcons. As far as getting off to a good start with a bad quarterback, that's a pretty fortunate few games to open up with. You say that, but everyone who bets on the NFL loves the Jets this year. In fact, they're becoming almost a square play with how much love they're getting just based on the reputation. I think the Steelers are sneaky. I think the Steelers are, are kind of sneaky. Anybody with Tomlin as their head coach is going to be a little sneaky. He doesn't lose. Yeah. And then obviously the Falcons. Literally ever. And Every the, year that he's been a head coach. <laughs> and you you lived in Carolina. I don't even know what to make of the Panthers. I, I have no vibes. So um, I did take the Panthers plus three and a half early on um, in that opening game. Probably just, smart. Just to get ahead of it. Just with the assumption that Deshaun Watson's not going to be there and... I think that they should at least start off the season strong. I think Baker Mayfield is going to be a good addition for them at quarterback. Christian McCaffrey should be healthy out the gate after yeah. that. Who knows? But I like what their pieces are to start. Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore. Offensively, they're going to be competitive. And backs against the wall for but, rule. Yeah, I was like, absolutely. So the hot start factor, I think, is going to be very important for Carolina health-wise, as the season goes on, I'm not so sure. And you've heard me all week talk about Christian McCaffrey. I love the guy with all my heart. Incredible talent. Probably the best, um, like, running back, receiver, combo, slot receiver type yeah. of a guy in existence when he's at full health. But he hasn't been at full health in two full seasons. You can't rely on him. No. At all. At all. But back to the Browns. Let, let that, that game, though. That game, well... I think the Browns can still win with Jacoby. After everything yeah. I said about Jacoby yeah. Brissett, I still think they can win that game with Jacoby Brissett. The middle of that schedule, though, gets dicey playing the AFC East. Yes. You got the Patriots. You got the Dolphins. You've got the Bills. Man. But so that is with Deshaun potentially back, right? Supposedly. Supposedly, based on our... See, this is what's so tough about this talking season. We need a result. I need finite answers. How are we at this point with training camp a week away for the squad and we have no indication as to what can happen? But th this is exactly why the Browns need to go out and they need to hope Jimmy Garoppolo gets released and they need to yes. add Jimmy Garoppolo because Jimmy Garoppolo is a guy who will keep them in contention and maybe even play so well he hangs on to that job because, you know, Kevin Stefanski is a brilliant offensive mind. You give him a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo, we saw him thrive under Kyle Shanahan. There's no reason Jimmy Garoppolo can't take this team to the postseason if somehow the money is right when he gets bought out or, or released. And when healthy, Jimmy Garoppolo has done that. He's the guy that can do just enough, right? Yeah. To not necessarily. I'm a no, game I'm no manager, Jimmy G Stan. I'm no Jimmy G but Stan. But I'm just saying he can do just enough. He has led a team, even with his injuries last year, to an NFC championship. He led a team to a Super Bowl. When he has played more than six games, he tends to do okay. Yeah. Um, his next team odds, by the way, on offshore books still do have the Browns as the favorite plus 250 uh, as his landing spots, followed by the Giants, Texans and Seahawks as the most quarterback needy teams. We talked with Sean yesterday about how Seattle probably not in division. Why would he want to go there? Obviously, the Niners are never going to trade him there. It'll only come after he gets released. Yeah. But 
I mean, if, you, if you're into taking risks, if you're into having a little bit of fun here, as Mitch and Paul say, throw a little pizza money on it, <laughs> why not find ways to get some sort of value on the Browns if you think that Jimmy G is going to end up there? One last thing, um, just because now the 49ers are on my brain, um, and I mentioned a little bit on DraftKings how Trey Lance had been somebody that was being bet pretty well for the MVP race at Caesar Sportsbook. On purpose? Trey Lance has received the sixth most tickets, seventh most money to win MVP, twice the amount of Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers combined. People have a lot of disposable income apparently this time of year. Insane. He, and I understand maybe like when he was a 200 to one shot. Oh, okay. I'll throw a little money on that. But well, now, now you now definitely can't. Now it's getting bet down like crazy and everyone is betting it. I don't, understand what is wrong with people uh i think there's not a lot happening in sports they're desperate to, to, to burn do. that money somewhere <laughs> and they're just saying why not let's have some funsies here uh i don't know how fun that'll be as, no. a, as somebody that's gonna watch every 49er fan uh, every 49er game from start to finish with my whole soul invested in it as well as my pocketbook because i can't get out of my own way when it comes to my teams so you don't think jimmy g stays somehow no I really don't. I think that he, I think that he's going to ultimately get released and it's going to be a bummer, but sometimes that's just how the cookie crumbles. More follow the money coming up. Meet Carl. Sup. Ever since he was a little boy, Carl dreamed of being baseball's greatest outfielder. There was only one problem. Carl, you can play to win with BetRivers.com, featuring award-winning customer service in the ex-customer service in the ex-customer service in the ex-customer service. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare zumo play is your destination for endless entertainment with a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels movies and full tv series you'll easily find something to watch right away and the best part it's all free love music get lost in the 90s with iheart 90s dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iheart radio music channels no logins no signups no accounts no hassle so what are you waiting for start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and google play stores today all you can stream with zumo Play. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.